There it is. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Episode Epis- six. Episode six. Welcome back to March. Moving along. Just uh, got hit with a big nor'easter, so we're uh, we're a day late, but we're never a dollar short. <laughs> I like that. You hear that? Especially with all that white gold falling from the sky, you know. Exactly. I was out there, uh, racked up the hours. Yep. Giving us the Easty weather alerts on Snapchat. Yep. At Easty underscore the muscle. If you haven't seen them before, make sure it. you check them out. Better than, better than your local weatherman. Yep. I didn't even Hands have to down. say it. I didn't even have to That's say it. That's your slogan, right? Yep. <laughs> we um, we got a, a lot of sports to talk about. A lot of news happened within the past day and a half, two days. Tons of news. A lot with, of Patriots. Uh, regarding the Pats. Heading out the door. Uh, we got some Celtics injuries to go over. A lot of Celtics injuries. Uh, we got what else do we got? We, we got, got some more some more Bruins. And the hottest team in hockey. Hottest team in hockey. Some more thrillers. Wild game last night. Five unanswered goals last night. Just a typical game for the Bruins nowadays. Pasta with the hat Pasta track the in the hat third trick. period. I mean, they had a great win against Philly a few days ago. Yep. Chicago. Then they lost to Chicago, but. The next day, hard to beat them twice in a row. Yep. Still the hottest team in hockey. Exactly. Exactly. We then we got, got the Sox. What are the Sox up to? Um, they've been losing a bit. <laughs> um, but eh, at least whatever. they're starting pitches are throwing. Yeah. And uh, they're starting to get into the uh, starting to get into the swing of things. Might right. be able to have a uh, first-hand or a second-hand look at the Sox through a, uh, a viable source of uh, uh, baseball. Uh, Paul. Oh yeah. Yeah. Paul. Paul will be down at uh, spring training. Nice. Tomorrow, actually. Doing some reporting for us. He he might do, give us some reporting. Maybe not live, <laughs> but we'll get we'll see what he's got to say. He, he'll be going around to a few different parks, but nice. Uh, you know, we'll keep we'll keep our ears to Paul the streets of that. Reliable baseball source, always. For sure. For sure. We're gonna uh, let's kick it off. I'd say biggest stuff's got to be with the Pats. Pats, yeah. You know, we got uh, we got a lot of free agents leaving, not too many coming in. Yeah, more uh, more going out than coming in right now. Yeah, actually, as of as of this moment, we uh, I don't think we brought in any. Maybe one, two. Maybe one of them special uh, teams. Yes. Yeah. No, we just resigned. No, special yeah, we team just guys. we resigned Bolden. We resigned Burkhead, Nate Ebner. You know, all the essential players. Yeah. <laughs> All the guys you need to win a Super Bowl. Maybe Burkhead fills that uh, fills that Dion Lewis role a little bit. With, yeah, he can't know. he can't quite dance like Dion with the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna You're be need to. It's gonna be tough to replace that quickness factor. It will. It will for sure. And uh, I think that he can he can catch the ball though, and he's he's the type to put his shoulder down. You know, He'll Burkhead. Plow, yeah. yeah, Burkhead will plow through you. Yeah, you know. He's not afraid to get there. He's a chippy player. He's an ed- he's an edgy player. I like that. Yeah. Good locker room guy. Definitely Belichick good guy. Definitely Belichick guy. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's why he's back. Probably. Bill's got to keep a few of his guys around. Of course. You know? Like Tom's keeping his guys around. Butler wasn't a a Belichick guy. No. So no. he's gone. Butler, uh, we just released a statement talking uh talking about. The Super Bowl. After, after first he just time started. he's talked about it since the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, except for that Open. post on Instagram. Right, right. But uh, he uh, he basically <laughs> said he didn't really und- never was told why he, he didn't play. Right uh, on defense, and 
he said maybe it was due to him being behind in the playbook, this, that. Because he was sick, he didn't get to yep. uh, Minnesota in time. So we've and, heard all that stuff before. And he also said, the biggest thing he said was at uh, towards the end, he said, you know, Bill's, you can't really question Bill with his, uh, with his credentials. Right. Because he's, he's won so many games and he's won so many big games and yep. he's, he said, for example, in Super Bowl 49, he, Bill re- took out a veteran. Right. And put in an undrafted. And in that case, three. he ended up winning them a game by kind of going Rookie. against the grain and, Exactly. Know. Exactly. But this then, time it, it bit him in the ass. Exactly. <laughs> he said, but he said, as far as what he was saying, he said, he took the high road basically. Yeah, and he said, you know, he uh, he's always got love for New England and everything. Yeah. But he said it's not not unfathomable for Belichick to sit a veteran in a Super Bowl. Well, like in yeah, a, it just it, to that time, nature. This time it really didn't make much sense. But, no, it didn't. And we but, still don't have answers all this time later. Malcolm well, maybe we do, doesn't just, have answers. Maybe we maybe we'll, we'll never have answers, and we just. And interesting thing is that the Lions are interested. We're interested in Butler. I mean, yeah. Now he's he signed with the Titans. Oh, he signed with he the Titans. He got a big payday. But the uh, the Lions being interested in him is weird because that's Patricia. That's Patricia, and he backed you know the decision to obviously because he's the defensive coordinator. He's not going to admit that Belichick had any. Uh, you know, just bossing around, telling him what to do, but he kind of took Belichick's side on that side. It was part of the the scheme, part of the plan, and then him wanting Butler, Butler just it doesn't add up really. No, because he knows how good of a player he is, right? And he's had him for so long. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Definitely interesting. He, uh, I mean, he he's got he's got to be one of the ones that knew Malcolm pretty well on the team, out of the best, you know, one yeah. of the best. Yeah, I mean, Patricia was tight with all the guys on defense. Definitely. So, got but, a big uh, payday though. You know, they're all going out. Nah, to good get for him. Paydays. Good for him. <coughs> uh, Dola, Dola got himself a payday down in Miami. Yeah. Well, it served. I guess it's uh, you know, we got Wes Welka. They got Danny Amendola. Yeah. But I don't think many years later. I don't think they're gonna see uh, playoff Danny around too much. You know. No. Nope. I saw something the other day that, yeah, the only guy who's going to miss Amendola more than Brady is Tannehill. (laughs) (laughs) And who knows? I mean, we had a good formula up here for him. He was, you know, kind of only playing like half the season a little bit. Yeah. And saved him for the playoffs. And we got all the use we needed out of him. Well, not, not not like we used him, but. He was, he was a great asset to bring out in the playoffs, you know. Absolutely. Kind of, like, revitalized. Yeah. And he, I don't know, try, he goes, I mean, has he ever played through one whole full season? I don't think so, no. He's definitely injury prone. Definitely injury prone. So who's to say he doesn't go down to Miami? And, I mean, I wouldn't want us. I'm not, I don't want this to happen to him. He never really did us wrong. He don't really harm us going down to Miami. But right. who's to say he doesn't go down in week two or three, you know. Yeah. Then pull a hammy and it ails him all year. You know, that can happen. It could. It's always a possibility with him. Um, I don't know if you saw Gronk's post about him on Instagram. I did. Yeah. Stay lit, be free, be happy. 
I don't know. There's been some speculation that that was uh, a subtle shot at the Patriots organization and their, um, you know, people talk about how obviously there's been talk that Gronk and Brady aren't having a lot of fun lately the last couple of years. So yeah, maybe he was saying, you know, break free from the, <laughs> the Belichick rain. Yeah. The whip. Yeah, basically. <laughs> You know, and he refused to take a pay cut for, what, the third time, which you can't blame him for that. No, no, you can't. You got to, like the rest of them, everyone's getting paid this offseason. Yeah. But, you know. Go for it. He got paid. Solder got paid by the Solder, Giants. Biggest, uh, <coughs> biggest offensive lineman deal of all time. <coughs> yep. What, Solder. 35 or 37 million guaranteed? Something like that. Four years, 60 million. Woo. He's getting paid. For a guy who's not even really that good anymore. No, but I mean, I mean they, the left tackles are a diamond dozen. I you know? know. Yeah. Now he's a valuable player. Definitely is, and he'll. I mean, he'll keep Eli Manning up more than he was up last year. Yeah. It's kind of kind of sucks to see him leave, but they, uh, they yeah, do have a while. They do have a undrafted rookie that they grabbed after the draft last year. Okay. And. Um, Bill, they Bill kept, loves those undrafted guys. Yep, and they kept him on the 53-man roster all season. Okay. Because um, the guy they drafted in the first round, Garcia, he's the one with the blood clots. Right. And he lost, like, 50 pounds in the, uh, throughout being sick the whole time and everything. So this other guy, I think his name's Cranshaw or some, something like that. Right. Um, But he was undrafted. They kept him on the roster, and they had also drafted – uh, they drafted two offensive linemen last year. Offensive linemen last year, that they were somewhat. They were they were all tackles. So, who's to say they weren't grooming them to take Solder's place? Right. Um. You know they prob they had a limit. You know the Pats because they had talked to him last week, but they had a limit. They didn't want to overspend. Yeah. And I mean the Giants. I mean. They're desperate. They broke open they're, the bank. They're desperate, though. They brought they the brink. They brought year. the brink, brink truck to Nate's house. <laughs> you know, as uh, as they say, as Isaiah Thomas would say. Exactly. Also, uh, who? Um, Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis went to the Titans too. Yeah, he got paid. They he all got, got paid. You know, got paid. Good for them. Dion Lewis and. Uh, Derrick Henry, that'll be a nice tandem to watch. Yeah. Lewis, I mean, Lewis is a good player. People uh, kind of, I don't know. Hopefully, I, I feel like people too. underrated him a little bit. Just because the Patriots refused to, you know, highlight running backs in their offense. So, he didn't really get consistent carries, which no running back with the Patriots does. But, I don't know. I thought he was a solid player. I think he's going to be hard to replace. He's... His skill set's going to be hard to replace. Yeah. That's quick. He, he can, I mean, he can shimmy through on He's shifty. On the goal line. He's got like the Barry Sanders. I mean, he's not Barry Sanders, obviously, but he's got, he has that kind of running style. Yeah. We don't have anyone else like that, really. Yeah, we got more guys that'll, like, like we were talking about Burkhead and shimmy right. guys. Right. Guys that'll put their shoulder down. Yeah. But, I mean, we've never really had, like, the flashy, flashy backs. You That's know? true. Curtis Martin, way, way back. Yeah. He, and even him, he'd put his shoulder down. Like, he wasn't, like, a juke out of your shoes, you know? Right. Antoine Smith. Antoine Smith, Corey Dillon. Yeah. Garrett had, Blunt. Yeah, Garrett Blunt. 
I mean, those are all power backs. We don't really have anyone like that either, any, like right now. No. We can't really say Bearcat's like that because he doesn't have that size. No. No, he definitely doesn't. But he's more that. He's more that, uh, that style of runner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it ain't the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. That's true. That's true. Rex Bearcat has a lot of fight. He does. He does. Yeah, he, uh, he's also responsible for the gash on Tom Brady's hand before the Super Bowl. Ooh, that looked nasty. <laughs> that so. did look nasty. If you saw that in the new episode of Tom vs. Time, the final episode, which took about a month and a half to come out after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was. I, I didn't know what happened with the last episode. I was waiting for I it. I think they were expecting to win, Yeah, probably. And then, you know, they lost and had to go back and, you know, decide how they wanted to make the last episode. But, yeah, that was the first time we saw the hand, and that was a pretty... Nasty looking gash. Yeah, I figured it was just like a little cut or something. They were making, you know, something out of nothing. But yeah, it was a huge gash, and he threw for five hundred yards with that. So, hell yeah, props to Tom. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's like oh, that, that was it was right like wasn't even like on his right, yeah pump, horrible right? spot too. Like you're, when you're throwing a ball, you're getting a lot of friction right there. You know. Yeah. Oh, that was like it was. It looked deep too. It looked really deep. Yeah. God damn, Rex How Burkhead. many stitches was it? I don't know. That he had versus the Jags? A lot. I don't know. What did he do? He hit it on his helmet, right? Yeah, I think so. How the hell think... did he hit it on his helmet? I don't know. Maybe he, he the was ball throwing. Like... Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Damn. Either way, like Either you way, said, 505. Rex Burkhead needs to get his helmet out of the way next time. Exactly. Get your head down, <laughs> will ya? Down in front. I hurt my quarterback. My quarterback, man. <laughs> so, speaking of that's my quarterback. How about Tommy, man? Chugging the beer Ta- on Stephen yes. Colbert. We should mention Tom on Stephen Colbert. Have um, you ever chugged a beer that fast? No, I've, I'm, I don't think so. Have I you? No. <laughs> I mean, something came out a couple years ago. It was one of his college teammates said that he was like a ridiculous beer chugger at Michigan. I do remember hearing that. I mean, he's just so competitive, though, like anything. You know, you're at college, everyone's drinking. He's like, I want to be the best at this, too. Like, you just, you know. If you blinked, you might have missed it. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, he left a little, and then he picked it up, finished, and still won. Exactly. Still beat like a a decent margin. God damn. Savage. You're a savage, Tom. Yep. Tom Savage. The goat just keeps getting better. (laughs) Oh, man. And people were criticizing, like, saying... He was smiling too much, and, like, his smile seemed fake or something. I'm like, people read into this shit way too much. Yeah. He's just promoting his book. Trying to tear him down. Yeah. Chugging beers on Stephen Colbert. Love it. It's probably the first beer he's had in, what, probably since they won the Super Bowl last year. Who knows? (laughs) I bet he had a couple beers and bought, and... Over, he probably went somewhere wild during the summer, you know, somewhere crazy overseas. Maybe he's strict to that diet, though. That's year round. That's year round for him. It's true. No beer, no burgers, no pizza. Must suck. Seriously, (laughs) that sounds awful. I love me some pizza. I love Love pizza. I love burgers. I love beer. Yeah, I love beer too. Shit. Yeah, oh, man, I I, you, are, you are a strong man, Tom. I yeah. couldn't do it. TB12 method. Damn. Watch, he's gonna, soon he's going to have uh, avocado beer. 
or something <laughs> like that. Some beer that he can drink and celebrate with the, with the boys. Avocado beer. Oh, man. I still want to try that avocado ice cream. I bet that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds weird. It sounds weird, but, like, it could be good. I don't know. I don't know. You, it, you're, taking, you're taking food advice from a guy who don't eat burgers, pizza, and, be, and drink beer. And had never eaten a strawberry. Did you see that part? Yep. Yeah. That's like, strange. Because strawberries aren't even bad for you. No. But he had never had a strawberry before. I like strawberries. He looked like he was about to gag after he ate it. So, he's a strange guy, but... Whatever works. I mean, he found what works for him. Hey, they he has his favorite vegetables and everything that he eats. So They always say the craziest ones end up being geniuses, right? I guess Maybe so. Maybe if you drink enough water, you won't get a fucking sunburn. <laughs> I might test it out this summer. <laughs> That's such bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. You're I'll, telling get, me, I'll even get the You're TV. telling me I can sit at the beach all day in the sun, not put sunscreen on, and just be chugging water the whole time, and I won't get burned. No beer. No beer. No just beer. water. You're telling me that's going to work? I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, let me know. When you're looking like a lobster, your skin's peeling off. Be looking like a cup. <laughs> I've seen it before. The solo cup. I've seen it before. It's no fun, but hey. I've gotten burned maybe like I'll that. Give it, maybe I'll give it a shot. I don't know. Hey, it works for Tom. It must work for me, right? I don't know. And then again, then again, we also just discussed our differences. I drink beer. Yeah. I enjoy a burger. Yeah. I enjoy some pizza. Don't, you don't. I don't get rub downs from a personal trainer every day. No. <laughs> hey, it's pliability, man. Yeah. Lengthening those muscles. Yep. Make sure you get in there. Lengthen the muscles. When they become too tight, they put pressure on your joints. I learned that on Colbert last night, two nights ago. <laughs> and then he went on Strahan too, or on whatever. Good whatever morning, show. America. Good morning, America. Yeah, yeah with Strahan. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I heard a bit about it. Yeah, but making a lot of appearances. He's uh, definitely getting getting ready for post retirement, building his brand. Oh, definitely. He just put that book out, and he's, you know, pushing the shit out of that right now. And then, I mean, his whole more. yeah, his uh, the whole Tom vs. Time thing. He's, he's like. He's selling his lifestyle, basically. Yep. Ooh! I don't know why I just thought of this. Ooh. But what do we got? <laughs> Pat's talking about, talking with Debo. Talking about resigning Debo. Ooh. I've been tell, I'm you talking are. about it. Yeah. I'm about it. You're about it. You're pretty excited he, for 40-year-old Debo. I am. He's going to whoop some ass. <laughs> he's definitely got another year in him. Is he still in the gym? Oh, dude, he's posting <laughs> post all his videos. All the time. I might have doing, to adopt some of them. Oh, my God. Doing chin-ups with weights hanging off of them. Oh, he's, he's doing these squats with, like, a fucking... Oh, my... He's just got plates hanging off of his body. And they were wrapped <laughs> in... Great. They were wrapped in um, the bands. Yeah. And he had, like, like 445s, like yeah. 235s. Uh, no. Yeah. 235s and like then 25s on the very end but the the it was like a 10 foot long pole and like the fucking weights are hanging off the end of them and they're bouncing low because there's so much pressure on the each side he's doing squats I'm like what the fuck oh my god the guy's an animal he is he's gonna hurt himself in the gym one day 
Don't you say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't you say that. I feel like he goes way too hard with that shit sometimes. Hey, he's built for it. He's built for it. You're right. Yep. But he's getting older. Those Debo workouts. <laughs> you do the Debo workouts? No, but I might start. Well, I did. I do do one on shoulder day, actually. All right. But uh, I might start adopting. I'm on. I'm on the redemption program right now. Six week redemption. Okay. So this this is a whole program. Six weeks. Boom. Hit that shit hard. All right. Murder that, and then I think I might when I switch it up again. I think we might be hitting the Debo workout. All right. Start adopting most of that. I like it. Well, works for him. Exactly. Works for him, it could work for me. You don't know unless you try, right? Exactly. You got to be a beast. You got to want it. Yep. You got to go after it. You got to get what's yours. And then you got Brady who says you shouldn't lift a lot of weights and you should just try to be pliable and shit. Hey, well. <laughs> I guess it depends on your body. It depends on your body and the position you're playing, too. As a quarterback, you don't want to be all jacked up. So. Yeah. That and you're not getting pushed around by 350-plus Pound guys. Well, you're getting hit by them sometimes. Sometimes, but. not if you not if you got good 350 got pound guys in front of you. Though. Yeah, ours are good sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Now we just lost gone. one of them. I know. Now a soldier gone. We, we just lost a, a soldier or a soldier. And then we were gonna we were gonna try and sign the um, who did he play for last year? He got injured. Uh, um, there was an offensive lineman. He was a tackle. Might have been from the Redskins, but we were going to try and sign him, and then Buffalo just snapped, jumped in and signed him. Goddamn Bills. But Jordy Nelson's on the market. Yep, there's been a lot of talk about him. I'd like to see him here. How old is he now? 32. 32? All right, he's still got some life in him. Yep. At least, Hey, at least two years with Tommy. Yeah, why boy. not? Why not? Go for it. Go for it. What would he be, though? Gronk's 87. I guess, I guess he'd have to work that out. I don't know. Gronk's keeping 87. They should wrestle. Probably go they should have a... 88 was Martellus Bennett. They, they should have a match at WrestleMania for it. They should. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. I think Gronk would win that one. I don't know. I don't know. You never know. Jordy Nelson looks like he might come with like a super kick or something. Yeah. <laughs> Shawn Michaels style. That would be entertaining. But, uh... Yeah, Jordy Nelson would be good. I, would, need, I wonder. We need something. I mean, I mean, like our we said, all we got is guys going out the door and nobody coming in right now. But, <laughs> but do we really need to load up on offensive weapons? If we not need really, anything, we need not necessarily. Line. But there's also the Cardinals just cut the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Matthew, yep. that's a guy we should go after. I, I, and Honey Badger as well, actually. They're the same guy. What? They're the same person. Honey Badger? That's Tyron Matthew. His name is Honey Badger? No, that's his nickname. His nickname? What, did he go to Wisconsin? Uh, no, he was in LSU. That oh, was really? just his nickname. Why was that his nickname? That's weird. I don't know. He got, hey, got suspended back at LSU for smoking weed. I didn't, Yeah, I heard about that, but that's... Smoking the reefer cigarettes. That's all good. But he's an, he's an animal. He just, they wanted to cut his pay, and he wants to get paid, so that's the only problem there, you know? Like we were just talking about with everyone yeah. leaving the Pats to go get paid. Right. Yeah, similar situation with him. To bring him in, though, you know. I mean, who knows? We might just be dreaming like we were with Sherman and Tlaib a couple weeks ago, but I would definitely love to see Matthew in yeah. a Pats uniform. He's uh, 
I mean, he's a he's a beast. He's a hungry. He wants that W. You know, he wants to get that win. Yeah. Just saying the top three potential landing spots. We're not even in the top seven for him. I'm not. I'm not That's what it says. Not really That's surprised. He's more of a I mean, safety. Giants, Jets, Raiders, Buccaneers, Saints, Packers, Texans. He's more of a safety than a yeah. defensive guy. Yeah, he is. And what kind of? We got. Where we got McCordy, so. We got McCordy, we got Chung, Chung. and then we got Harmon. I mean, we could upgrade Harmon, but. Yeah, I mean, he'd be an upgrade over Harmon, for sure. He'd probably. Oh, he'd be an upgrade over Chung, too. Yeah, I was going to say, he'd be. <laughs> him and McCordy would probably. Him and McCordy be, would be. That would be nice. But. The Giants also released Dominique Rogers Cromartie. Right, right. And maybe we nab him up for a year to play opposite Gilmore. You know, we'll see about that. All right. I wouldn't wouldn't really mind that. No, not at all. He's not he's not bad. They just had a bunch of locker room problems in New York, so that's why he. He probably didn't get along with anyone in the organization anyways. Yeah, I mean, they had all kinds of problems last year. Yeah. So. Exactly. You yeah, see, I, uh, could see, I could see Matthew here. Uh, you know, and he needs some defensive help, like we've been saying. Absolutely. You know? The guy from the Bills ever get signed that wanted to come here? Uh, who? The linebacker. Start linebacker that said he wanted to come here. Speaking of wanting to come here, Jordy Nelson already said he wants to come here. All right, bring him in then. You know, let's go. He's going. He's <laughs> let's meeting. Get with, after it. He's meeting with the Raiders. Um, and then I think the Seahawks are interested in him. Yeah. I heard one other team, maybe the Saints. Okay. Bring yeah. him in. Let's go. And then in uh, just in our our division rival, in Dominican Sioux. He's yeah. going out there's, to. There's been talk about him. Well, no, I was I. I mean, obviously he'd be a great addition to the line. Yeah, you know, he'd help us out. I wasn't really saying us going after him, but no, he's. I mean, he's the the Raiders are looking at him. Dallas is looking at him. Someone else is looking at him. Who the hell else is looking at him? Part of me thinks he would be good here. I think I think he'd be pretty good, but I mean. Who's to say he doesn't do something stupid on the field? Right. You know, because... And he's kind of been known as one of those guys who, you know, picks and chooses which plays he wants to, you know, take off and give effort. And Exactly. If he's having a good game, then, you know, he, he's all fired up. If he's getting shut down, he kind of just disappears. Yeah. So, you know, there's obviously questions about his character, and he's a repeat offender when it comes to dirty hits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, know all, we know Many all time too well. Oh um, my! Yeah, he'll gladly stomp in someone's face or poke you in the eye or do something, something cheap. Exactly. So, but you know, we've taken guys in like that before and set them straight, and we've also taken taken guys in like that and it hasn't worked out. Nope. Like, uh, you know, Albert Hainsworth. Or Ooh. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be pretty good too. I did too. It, I mean, he's a similar player. Like you would think Sue would come in and be good, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he. You know, had some, caused some locker room issues, and they had to get rid of him. Yep, definitely. Sometimes so, it ain't all. Sometimes more than just the name. Is it worth the can... risk? I don't know. I mean, depending on the price. If the price is right, the price is right. You know, what do you have to lose? 
You know, he's he's one of those players that we hate him, but we'd probably like him if he was on our team. Yeah. You know? Yeah, probably. Like a Brad Marchand. Similar to a Brad Marchand. <laughs> yeah. You know? Talk about, uh, you know, segues and stuff. Yeah, let's get into the, <laughs> let's get into the bees. You know, we're trying to wrap back in. That was a tag team segue. That yeah, was. That was good. Catch that real quick. Yeah. So, Brad Marchand, dirty player, but we love but him. But bottom line, uh, I don't know, about Sue, before we switch topics, Yeah. I think... I think, yeah, he'd, like you said, if he could buy in, he'd be pretty good, but I don't, I just don't think he listens to anyone. I don't think he'd even listen to Bill. No. I don't, like, I think, I, did you hear what he said? Uh, they, they asked him which team he wants to sign with. No. And he just said the highest bidder. He's like, oh, yeah. He said, it doesn't matter, like, if. Their needs or the fit or anything. He's like the highest bidder. So basically, whoever you know has a big sack of cash for him, that's where he's going. Well, so. this off season, there's a lot of teams. So yeah, hopefully we don't have to worry about him for a while. Hopefully he goes to another division. Yeah, you know, or another. Uh, I wouldn't expect I mean, another conference. So with that being said, I wouldn't expect the Pats to be the highest bidders for him, and therefore he's not coming here. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely, that's that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know, his character just seems a, a bit too much. It know? is. It really it's is. It's a bit too much to be in New England. He's a psycho. Yeah. And he <laughs> really definitely is. wanted all about him. You know, that's the, yeah. that's the whole stigma. Well, that's, that's why he, he doesn't give a shit what team he goes for if they're a contender. He doesn't give a shit if it's the, the Browns or the Giants or the Patriots or the, you know, a yeah. great team or a shitty team. He just wants that fat sack of cash. So exactly. that tells you everything you need to know about him right there. Exactly. Because it's not like he's won anything. You would think he want he'd want to win, but some people just aren't driven like that. Yeah, send it for the money. Yep, exactly. Oh, well, even more reason why he wouldn't be a good fit in here. No, he wouldn't. So Bruins, these last night, man, they keep rolling. They keep on rolling. Keep on pulling these ridiculous wins out of their asses. After what was it, Sunday's loss? Yeah, at the home and home when they lost home in Chicago, home. which. We sat, talked about Marshawn a little. He didn't play. Right. Probably because uh, how uh, his hit on um, right. Chicago's they didn't want They didn't want redemption. They didn't want Chicago going after him. No. And we can't lose Brad right they now. They said it was an injury, like a minor injury or something, but he played the end of the first Chicago game. So I'm not buying that, yeah. And then he came right back. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Wait, he scored last night. They were yeah, they were afraid of some redemption there. Yep. Which I mean, when you're, you know, when you got the, a potential MVP of, playing. Well, but when you're the type of player like Marsham, where you're constantly like, you know, getting into shit like that, you always got to watch your back because guys are gonna want want to oh, get yeah. at you, you know. <laughs> definitely, definitely, especially if they think you went after their player. Oh, absolutely. You know, even more the reason, put them in the boards and punch them. Yep. Start stuffing them down the corner. Yep. I don't know. It's uh. But, but they're yeah, still winning. MVP Marshy. They're still winning. I swear. What are they? Oh, man. Like, I'm just looking at the schedule. It's just nothing but green Ws. All over the place. A few, a few little red Ls mixed in there. But what are we at? So, last night, five unanswered goals in the third period. Pasta with the hat trick. Pasta with the hat trick. In the third. Um, You know, that's... Yeah, beating Chicago on Saturday was huge, even though they lost to him on Sunday. Um, they had a huge win 
against Philadelphia. They've had two overtime wins, the one against Montreal a couple weeks ago, and then the one against Detroit. Then they had that close win against Philly, where they weren't they down two nothing in the third period or something. They came back. I mean, they're, the way they're winning. It's not just like how much they're winning. It's just the way they're winning. Yep, it don't it's matter. Like, if it doesn't matter if they're up, down, they're up, four, down four goals in the third period. Yep, it's like it's fun to watch. I mean, yeah, it's it's nuts. And every night it's a di- I mean, Marchand's had a lot of clutch goals, but every night there's different guys stepping up. Yep. Pasta, Grizzlick, Grizzlick with the game winner last night. Yep. Grizzly. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get to see last night's game, but I saw the end of it. I I heard the end of it in the radio. Yeah. Listen, good old Judd Surratt. Judd Surratt and, and Bob, Bob Beers. Beers. <laughs> Bob Bob Beers. <laughs> I was watching on Nesson with Jack Edwards, nice. Andy Brickley. There you go. Yeah, Judd was going wild. It was nice. Got me amped. There we go. Not quite as amped as Zoe. You know, in the Pats. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody can get you amped like Zoe. That is what it is, you know. <laughs> but, uh... We got, uh... Yeah, so Bruins... We got... To put it all in perspective... Uh, they started the first month of the season six, seven, and four. I like to go back and look at this because they've been hot now for four months. Four months. People downplay it. They're like, "Oh, you know, the Bruins are on a hot streak." It's not. They've they've been hot like most of the year. They're Besides just a the, damn good team. They're just team. a damn good team. They're at not, this point, like someone the other day was like, "Are they peaking too early?" It's like they've been peaking for four months now. Like it's not called peaking anymore. It's just this is who they are. They're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, they ain't <laughs> you know? peaking no more. They're so, kicking down the door. Exactly. So 38-9-4 in their last 51 games. 38-9-4, ladies and gentlemen. It's wild. Wild. And how many uh, And they've how lost many two those... in a row in regulation once since November. I was going to say, isn't like they – and how many overtime losses do they have? I think most of their games going to overtime now. Yeah. Like the losses that they've had during the streak, I should say. Yeah, I mean, they had a couple in January. They had three in December. Yeah, a lot of overtime wins, too. Exactly. But, yeah, they've only lost Teams two. Teams got hot. Only lost two in a row in regulation once since November. Teams got hot. Teams got fight. Yep. You know, this is a, it's a good team to Good team to root for, fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. You know they're young, and they got the veteran presence. You know this is. I mean, the more, the more I think about, it, the more I say it. Stanley Cup contenders, baby. I mean, the more this goes on, like I said, it, at first it was like, oh, the Bruins are on a hot streak. Now it's like, oh, the Bruins have been hot for a month, two months, three months. Oh, they've been hot for four months. Oh, they're really fucking good. Yeah. Like now we're starting to realize it. Exactly. It's like, because no one expected this at first, but yeah, the more they keep, you know, going on these streaks and winning these games, not just winning games, but winning them by scoring five unanswered goals in the third period and crazy shit like that, the more you see, like, you know, that kind of resiliency, you're like, this team might be built for for playoff hockey. Deep run. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. We want the cup. June. I want June hockey. Hell yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll grow it out all the way till June. Do it. Do it. It's playoff beard time. Exactly. It's been a while for, since we had a long playoff run. Well, I mean, we're spoiled here. For in the bees. For the bees. 2013, they were in the Stanley Cup. but Five years ago now. Five years ago. That's 
Hey. Damn. In Boston sports in the 21st century, that's an eternity. Yep. Feels like a while. <laughs> Definitely don't feel like five years. It doesn't. It doesn't. Shit. Well, then they won it all two years before that, but let's so, get another one. So we got... Oh, we got the boys back on. We got Bergey, uh What are they? They're reevaluating them after next week? Yep. Then we got McAvoy going to be out till at least for another three weeks. Right. And then they're going to see what they can do with his MCL. Hopefully hopefully they're making decent recoveries, you know. Not yeah. to say Bergey will be back at the end of next week. but I mean, you know. the way they're still playing right now, it's just like, don't rush anything. Nope, make let sure everyone rest. Make sure everyone's good for the playoffs. Exactly. Uh, who else are we Ch- missing? Chara could use... I mean, he is missing McAvoy at times. Yeah. But, I mean, that's to be expected. You know, he's been playing with them all year. What do you... He, uh, ooh, Jason Tatum with the ooh. yam. All right. All right, young fella. Off Let's night tonight. We're here on we're here on a Wednesday. Yeah, we usually we usually have the bees on behind us. We got the C's tonight. Exactly. We'll Switching it up pace. on you. Little change of pace. I like it. Thanks to Winter Storm Skyler. Mm-hmm. But hey, we're here. We're here. You're there, listening. Yep. Somewhere. We hope wherever you are, <laughs> you better be listening. In the car. If you're in not your listening, office. Shut it off. On the hopper, <laughs> on know, the tee, taking a break at work, driving in an Uber. Who knows? <laughs> Could be anywhere in the world right now, and you're listening to us. We appreciate it. We Thank appreciate you. it. Absolutely. So, I mean, let's jump, let's jump right into some seas talk. I mean, All we right. just kind of jumped, switched, switched everything with that Jason Tatum. Yeah, momentum I mean, we, we swinging. We covered everything dunk. with the bees. Hottest team in hockey still, you know. Yep. Still winning games. Still winning games. Incredible fashion. McAvoy's out. Bergie's out. Don't rush them. Take their time. As long as they're healthy for the playoffs, bees are in good shape. And Big Z, you know, like we was, it, I was starting to say. Pretty soon we got to stop saying hottest team in hockey and saying best team in hockey. I don't know. Maybe but, hottest team in hockey is the slogan for the year. Yeah, maybe it is. I like that. But, yeah, they've been the hottest for so many months now. It's like. When do they become the best? Well, fuck it. <laughs> ben, it's been working. Why change something that's right. working? You're right. Hottest steam in hockey. It's working. All right. But well, where I was saying real quick before we switch, Big Z kind of missing McAvoy a little bit, which is to be expected. He's been playing with them all. Yeah, they've grown accustomed to playing together. But he does seem to try and take on sometimes a little too much. Yeah. Not that he can chew. But I mean, he is forty years old. Yeah, you know? he's up there. Yeah, he ain't he ain't the young chicken he once was. Yeah, you know, you don't got all them legs that he used to. Yeah, trying to do a little more than he can sometimes comes back to haunt him. But he, uh, you know, he knows that he's been doing this for years. He right. don't need me to tell him what to do. <laughs> you know, we're not here to tell anyone what to do. No, but uh, we offer suggestions every now and then, here and there. <laughs> you know? Trying to give a. Uh, 25-year-old device. Yep. Never played in an NHL game, but hey. I watched the Bruins, so I know a thing or two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was there. 2011, I was there. 2013, I was there. You were, the, you were there. The, uh, I was the there. comeback against the, oh, I was, the Maple yeah. Leafs. You were there Against the Maple Leafs, yep. Shout yeah. out to Mary-Kate. <laughs> Shout out to Mary-Kate. Yeah, that was a wild game. That was. I remember watching that at school. 
and you were Snapchatting me from the game. I was like, you lucky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. I ran around the whole garden after that. I bet you did. Cheering. High-fiving everyone. Oh, man. That was a great time. Great moment. We got a lot of those great memories in Boston sports. Oh, yeah. We do. We're blessed here. Yep. These <coughs> have given us a few. <coughs> Definitely. Hoping for some more this year. 18? Hey, I'm not ruling it out. Anything's oh. possible. Sorry, I coughed. Did you say the B's or the C's? C's. Yeah. yeah. 18? I'm not ruling it out. I, yeah, I just assumed you were segueing. You know, oh, yeah. No, I am segueing. I am segueing. Segway so, game. Uh, Tonight we got the main red claws against the Washington Wizards. Yabu Selly starting. Yeah, Yabu Selly was a member of the main red claws just a couple days ago, but now he's in the starting lineup. Yep, there he is with the ball right there. Tatum oh, attacking Jay. the ball. Jason I mean, this Tatum. Is, this is a game where Tatum, you got. All right, let, let's Kyrie's go out. Let's go over the list. We got Kyrie out. Tysell for the year. Uh, we got Marcus Morris out. Marcus no, no, Marcus out. Smart, not Marcus Morris. We got Marcus Smart out with the right hand. We got Tice out for the year with the torn meniscus. We got Jalen Brown out still with the concussion. We got Al Horford with an illness. We got Gordon Hayward, of course. Yep. And then uh, Shane Larkin is on a minutes restriction tonight with knee soreness. Ah. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Going against the Wizards, John Wallace, Lizard. But this is Wizards. a game where you would think the bulk of the scoring would go to Tatum and Rozier. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're the two that got to take over. Right. And Maybe see some uh, Marcus Mo uh, Morris. Some Marcus Morris as well. There and he is right there. There he is posting up. Let's see what he can do. Make and that he move. Playing against his brother's team tonight. Oh! There's his brother right there. The other Morris. Fadeaway nice, jumper in the nice lane. Shot. Nice shot. In the lane. Yeah. Uh, top, so, top three scores on the team tonight. Morris, Tatum, and not in that order, but Morris, Tatum, and Rozier. Yep. So if we're gonna Kyrie, win. they um, he's gonna travel with the team. Yeah. On Friday, he's but he's not expected to play. Okay. And the images came back and they were all positive. Yeah. You know, good news. Yeah, they're just being cautious with him. I think. You know, it, as you know, they why, should. Why you rush know? anything? Same thing with as we were talking thing. about with the bees. Be healthy for the playoffs. Keep I don't him think healthy for a long I run. I don't think getting the one seed is even that important for the Celtics right now. No. It's really not. Last year was like they're a cool already, story. They're going to finish ahead of the Cavs. Last year was like a cool story. It was a cool story, but... Because we know, were like underdogs. Yeah. But right now it's like, just be ready for the playoffs because we want to make a deep run. Exactly. So. Ooh, Morris for three! Oh, Marcus Morris. Ooh. Marcus wow. Morris is in the building. Six minutes, 39 left in the first, and the C's are up 19 to six. Wow. Missing... Most of their team. There's nine active players tonight. So we got four. Short rotation. We got four guys on the bench. Short rotation. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Just like them good old Baca days. They should have. With Doc Bodsley. Yeah. You know, we had the short rotations. Uh, speaking of. We weren't playing in the NBA, though. No, we weren't playing in the NBA. Baca League. But, yeah. But shout out to Doc Bodsley for managing those short rotations. Yep. No Hell of a coach. It. Hell of a coach. Led us to the championship. <laughs> yep. 2009. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, there's, you know. Let's see Greg Monroe step up, huh? Horford is out with an illness. All I'm saying, like, 
I don't want to pile on Horford here, but all I'm saying is he better be fucking, he better be sick. Got that flu. He, he better be throwing up. Better have that flu. <laughs> because they're, they're thin right now, and they could use him. They definitely so, could. Well, they, got guys well, they could here. use All-Star Al. They couldn't use, they could. Not average Al. We don't need to see average Al. We don't need to see average Al. But all get healthy and get used. back to all style. Maybe yeah. that's why he's been average out. Maybe he's been sick, battling the flu. Maybe, maybe For months. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind with Tice out for the year, which is kind of a big loss the way he's been playing. Yep, definitely. I wouldn't mind them picking up good old friend Jared Sullinger. He's probably sitting on his ass eating donuts right now. But <laughs> uh, he's probably fat. <laughs> he was actually playing in. Uh, China earlier this year, and he had a game where he had like 50 points and 25 rebounds or something. They all short out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. He played. Yeah, he plays for the Shenzhen Leopards of the Chinese Basketball Association. Oh boy! But I think we should bring him back, just for you know. Well, keep this in perspective. Stephon Marbury was like Michael Jordan over there. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Jared Sollinger's the new LeBron over there. Sully was a good rebounder for us, though. He can't he can't get up the floor that up and down the floor. He that takes great. up a lot of space. Well, yeah, that's why he's a good rebounder. He's that big butt of his fat ass. His fat ass. <laughs> fat gut. But yeah, obviously you can't get up and down the floor that great. Trying to shoot threes. Not the best. Airballing ass. But he can rebound, and we're gonna need that. Well, I'm just saying. Think about it, Danny. Just think about it. Hey, well, we got, and I know we need more than just Greg Monroe to step up, and we didn't get him expecting an injury, but now he's got the chance to really step yeah, into a that's role. that's another guy, actually. You know, I'm ready to see actually, Greg Monroe. Actually, I said, I said Tatum, Rozier, and uh, what did I say? Morris would be the top scorers, but I wouldn't be surprised if Monroe goes off tonight. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's, he's beasting in the panty of the night. Yeah. You know, we, um... You see, like like we were talking about with uh, when Bergeron went out with the bees before McAvoy, we got someone's got to step up. Well, yep. now now a lot of people need to step up for the seas and all nine you know, of them exactly all nine <laughs> all of them. nine of them got to step up. That's all we got left. But uh, Brad's got to, you know, Brad's got to uh, got to really show off his skills. Not like he hasn't already as a coach, but yeah, you know, no, he's get, already you know. Top coach of the year candidate this year, probably. Or he's up there, at least. Yep. For us to lose Hayward in the first game and still be, you know, one of the best in the East. Definitely. He's got to be in the discussion. But this uh, this would be a huge win tonight if we could. Wizards don't have John Wall, so that's big. Yep. It helps us. Helps us. Bradley Beal still. But what we're missing altogether equals more than John Wall. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like we're missing most I mean, of our team. I mean, if John Wall's a great player. I'm not taking anything away from him, but. Hey, if we were just missing Kyrie and they were just missing John Wall. That would be Wall. like a trade off. Well, no. no. I'd take Kyrie over Wall. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, they, right. they need way more than Wall to match up to what right. we got. We got way more than John Wall. Yeah. I mean, they still got, like you said, Morris. They still got, uh, they still got yeah. Gortat. I mean, we got Marcin our. Gortat. We got our best player out. We got our best defender out. Marcus Smart, we got starting. You know, center. one of our best big men. Isn't Tice the starting center? He starts sometimes, and we got Brown, probably our second best scorer. Yep. Well, <laughs> so, when he wants to be. When he wants to be, but I think he's averaging the second most on the team behind Kyrie. Nice. So. I did not know that. 
Yeah. Sometimes you learn a thing or two. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Hang around with me. You might learn something. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I, heard a, I heard a quote one time from a guy at work. He said, every day that you learn something, you won't die. So I try to learn something every day. It's interesting because I, I don't understand it, though. Because, you, you know, people say before, like, when I was growing up, or like, you still hear, I still hear all the time, oh, learn something new every day. Yeah, I've heard the that. The second half of the quote, and no one ever says, I'd never heard it till this guy said it. You learn something new every day, you won't die. But how is that, how is that true, though? I could, I, well, could, I could learn something new right now and then go get hit by a bus. Well, you, you learn something new so you know you're not going to die. <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost. So the day you don't learn anything new, the day you figured it all out. Yeah. Boom. All right. So the key is to just keep learning. Yeah. And you can live forever. I mean, think about it. All right. Think I got about how many really smart people. Really smart people. I'm living people. forever. I don't know. Maybe that's the fountain of youth. I mean, that is. Hey, Brady's all, Brady, he just keeps going into new shit. Yep. You know, he's he's always growing. Who else? Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot. Bill Gates, he always kept learning new shit. Coming he, out with he died though. Yeah, but he was old. <laughs> Wait, did he die? One of them died. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs died. died. He was <laughs> not, old too. Not Bill Gates. He was old Stephen too. Stephen Hawking just died. Yeah, he was fucking old he was, too. Yes, he was. And he was wicked fucking smart. He was. Oh my god, <laughs> that guy was a genius. Yep. Shout out to Stephen Hawking. Yep, rest in peace. R.I.P. What else we got? We got what some socks. We got? we got a little spring training. Yeah, we got a little spring training. I mean, we got some losses. We got... Uh, yeah, how are we doing? How are we doing for the socks? <laughs> uh, we had... Uh, so, last week, Price was supposed to start a game, and it got rained out. It was supposed to be in Minnesota, I think. Yeah. Or against Minnesota. Not in Minnesota, obviously. Um and he did a bullpen instead, or like a simulated game. Um, then Porcello had pitched, and uh, they gave up like four runs to the Orioles. Yeah. In like two innings. But he, and his fastball topped out at 90, which it's spring training, it's early. He's not going to be throwing 95 in spring training. But, right. I mean, you know, pump it up a little bit. Yeah. And uh I I don't I think Sale started a game. I'm not I, I'm not too positive. I think he did though cuz I think I think the rotation's going to be somewhat righty uh, lefty righty lefty. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. JD Martinez uh, he might have one hit in the pre- in the spring training. I don't I don't know if he even has one. Oh no, Mookie Panic Bet- time. Mookie Betts, he was ripping the ball last week. That's good. Yep, uh, he was ripping the ball against. Uh, who they play the other day? Um, they lost like seven. They haven't been losing like bad games. But, yeah, I, I mean, saw one game the other day where like I was getting alerts and they were down like nine nothing in the first inning. No. I think it was against Minnesota. I don't know, but I mean, I try not to pay too much attention to the spring training games. Yeah, I mean the records it's, don't matter. The record you know? doesn't matter. It's like preseason football. But we got 15 days until opening opening day in Tampa, March 29th. Taking on the Rays, baby. Yep. 
Oh, four game series with the Rays to start the year. So the Reds hired John Farrell. I I saw that. What's it's his like position? Some, some sort of like some assistant to some, the some scout spy. guy or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's some stupid fucking title. I don't know. Yeah. Assistant. Well, good for him. It's like a it's an, it's an off front office job. It's not like a managing job or anything. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. He's staying in the game and everything. Yeah. Guess he's got to sell that. I don't dislike John Farrell. You know, he's a good dude. Yeah, just a sucky manager. At times. He won a World Series. Like I said before, they won that. In spite of <laughs> in Bobby spite Bell. Of Bobby, okay. That was in spite of Bobby I'd like Bell. to think that uh, I mean, I Farrell love, had something to do with it. Don't get me wrong. I love that they won the World Series. It was awesome. You know? Yeah. But, you know, he didn't... It was, there was times where, like, he in, in that year where, like, you kind of, like, you question his decisions that during the season. And, like, he's just, he was never really known as a great game manager, you know? Oh, absolutely not. And he's more like, he was more like kind of supposedly like more of a player-friendly kind of coach somewhat, you know? Yeah. At least At least more than Bobby V was. And they probably liked the character. His, his contribution to that World Series was more just the change in character from Valentine to him right. than it was him as a manager. Like, it was someone that they could be cool with, you know? Right. And yeah, no, I get that. They were they were a lot more loose around. They actually liked going to the ballpark because they were all friends. They could all hang out with each other. Yeah, Bobby Valentine was just a dick. Yeah. So, I mean, anyone was going to seem like a good manager after him. Yeah. Like, to the players especially. They're like... You know, yeah, like you said, we can get loose and have fun now. It doesn't, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, it doesn't mean that Farrell is a great manager necessarily. It just means that he's less. Uh, I mean, he had to put well, less overbearing than than exactly. That's the word, right? Than missing. Valentine, and it just made the players feel more comfortable yeah. for that year at least. Exactly. Then it went downhill from there. Yeah, <laughs> it went downhill fast. They went from worst to first to worst again. Yep. <laughs> I gotta. I can't believe I forgot this. Uh oh. Did you see the excerpts from Ray Allen's book? I did not. Oh. What did he, he post on Instagram? I can't see those. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was on. He was somewhere. I saw an article online. I forget exactly where, but he wrote a book, and in it he talks about 2008 and that whole Celtics team. Yeah. And he talks about his first interaction with KG. Um. It was, like, in the preseason or something, like, as a teammate. Yeah. And uh, he was dribbling in front of his locker. KG just looked at him, and he goes, hell no, you ain't going to do that. Really? And then he, or he goes, that ain't happening or something like that. I, KG must just want silence or something. He don't want. <laughs> KG's a nut. I mean, think I about it, though. KG. Someone dribbling a ball right next to you while you're trying to concentrate. Yeah, no, yeah. But. I get that. They started getting into it a little. Then oh, he said man. he talks about his relationship with Rondo, and uh, he or said lack of relationship. Well, apparently when they when they first all got together, they were um, they were like Ray Allen was kind of mentoring Rondo. This is all according to Ray too. Right. We could all find out this is all bullshit. Yeah. He was just an asshole. But according to Ray, he. Um, he had heard something that the Celtics were thinking about trading him and Rondo in a package uh, to the Suns for Amari Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. And 
like as things started, like not to deteriorate, but as the years went on, Rondo kind of came more standoffish and like became because something had happened uh, between the two of them, like just one time, and then it was like turned their whole. I forget exactly what it was. Yeah. But I gotta find that article. I'll have that article. I'll have that exact Ooh, quote for you. Shane Larkin, nice finish. Sawney, Sawney, Sawney Larkin, Sawney Larkin. We're gonna bounce it on them knees. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's got spring. The board. Yep. Marcus got spring. Looking uh, good so far. Also, during the injuries. Did you see the O.J. Simpson clip? No. Uh, they. This is this obviously doesn't have to do it. Uh, Sorry, we can get a little off topic sometimes. But little OJ, he, it was a video from that they filmed in 2006 when he came out with the book "If I Did It." Right. And they aired it. They just aired it, like this past Sunday, and he's laughing in it, and like the lady's talking to him about the book, and she goes, "So." Uh, it, Explain to me how it happened. They're sitting here just like me and you. Yeah. Talking back and forth. And he starts talking about it and he goes, well, it's hypothetical, you know. Uh, you know da, da, da. And uh, he goes, but in the hypothetical situation, uh, I was uh, I was angry with Nicole. He went, so basically he went to the house, described going around the back. Like going in the back gate. This and yeah. it's pretty much all that they thought that he did. He walked in the back gate. There was some guy that appeared in the backyard, and they started getting into it because OJ was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. And then they start getting into it, and then his uh, then Nicole comes out, and they start getting into it, and she's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Da da da. And then the guy starts. According to OJ, in the hypothetical, as of course, he says, with quote with quotes around He's that. Mention that first. He uh, he looked at the guy, and the guy started getting in a karate pose, like he was gonna fight him or something. And OJ says, "What are you gonna? You think you can kick my ass or something like that? Something like that." He says, "Yeah." And uh, so then Nicole comes down. They start. They all start fighting. Basically, or they get in the house or something. Uh, Nicole falls down. That's what it was. And then when they get in the house, then they're all fighting in the house or something. And the guy's got a knife. That it's the same knife in the hypothetical that OJ always kept in the seat of the Bronco. Okay. He even said where he was gonna park. And then he says, like the lady asked him one more question about it. And she goes, and then what did you see? And then he doesn't say anything about the hypothetical, and he's, he starts laughing. And he goes, well, it's really hard for me to, like, talk about this. It's difficult for me. And says, nah, there's blood everywhere. Like, basically, he just admits it. Yeah. And But he's laughing about it, and then he's like, there's he's... blood everywhere. And he goes, I blacked out. He goes, I didn't know what, I don't know what happened. He goes, I can't. I can't tell you what happened. Yeah. He goes when you're when you're in that state of mind, you don't know anything that's going on. He goes, I just remember there being blood everywhere. And he goes, it's a psycho. But he, at the second half of it, he never said in the hypothetical. So I'm like, he forgot to say that because yeah. it fucking happened. That's exactly, well, exactly. what he did. 
Yeah. Everyone knows it happened but at it's, this point. Well, yeah, we all knew it, but like to hear him actually hear him say, say it, it. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, in a in an interview with some lady from Fox. Well, he's walking free. Yeah, exactly. Know? Sitting there laughing about it, sitting yeah. in a nice fucking chair. Yeah. While he's scamming people in Las Vegas. God damn. You know? OJ. OJ, you're a scum, OJ. Juice is loose. <laughs> the juice is loose. <laughs> it's wild, man. Oh man. Well. We, uh, we should, uh... We got some hip... You got some hip-hop for us, Jack? We got a little hip-hop. We're gonna wrap up this episode with some hip-hop. We won't have a long hip-hop segment like we have the last couple weeks, but... Speaking of which, shout-out to Knockout down at South, South by, South by Southwest. Doing his first show. He might, he might even be on stage right now. I'm not, not exactly too sure. I saw him earlier posting that uh, he was getting ready to... Getting ready for his first show down at South by Southwest. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of artists from out there, from out here, down there, yeah. right now. I know, um... New England is in the house. Yep. VSOP from nice. Brockton. Nice. I know him. Uh, I was down at, uh, the Still Hill Radio Show with him last year. Met him. He's a good dude. He performed last night. The Block Dwellers are down there. Never really met them, but... They're from around here. They rep here. They rep Brockton. There we go. But good my stuff. man, Knockout... Shout out to Knockout. We Smash covered his album. Down, if you've been listening, we covered his album. Exactly. Where's Knock? Make sure you stream that. Yep. Buy that. Get that. Listen to that. Full of bangers. Run it back. Listen Put again. It. Exactly. Cruise <laughs> it in the whip. Tell your friends. Exactly. Got some potty bangers on there. You know, Shout you're cruising. You're cruising in the in the car with your friend. Put that on. Say, hey, check out this new roll up. This new something. Knockout. Yeah, roll up something. You know, Knockout likes to roll up. Yep, <laughs> exactly. There's a few songs for that on there. Yeah, there you go. Everything you need. But what we're going to get to today is uh, one of the one of the dope femcees. Femcees. <laughs> femcees in New England. Sarah Violet from Maine. She's part of Spose's P-Dank crew. Shout out to Spose. Um, Spizzy. Spizzy Spose. Yeah, this is uh her her mixtape, what's it called? Not mixtape, EP. Entitled Hold on. What do you got? Anxious Love. Anxious Love. Dropping March sixteenth. What's her name the, again? Sarah Violet. She used to go by Essence. First she went by Lady Essence, then Essence, and now she's just Sarah Violet, which is her name. So just keeping it keeping it original. There you go. But uh, this is from her project she dropped last summer. I forget the name of that one. Ultraviolet, that's what it's called. She dropped it last summer and uh, enjoy the bars. Is it dismissive if I put you in a body bag? Cause I don't wanna listen to anybody who wanna brag. See, I'm the other upon the wall like I got a tag. Plus, I got that automatic throw like I'm on a rag. It's more lava, oh, you're not, I know not a thing. Puffin' on the lot, I tell my papa I got the wang. And I'm a fly like I never got to buy the lang. All of my emotions, I got them open, I gotta sing. I lock myself in a car and I write bars. And the actually stayed in my isolation just like Mars. Who you know with all the rice cars? I would never lie to you on the nine but five stars. Life starts in a hell of a place. I got a well of impatience and I'm not ready to wait. Don't try to steady my pace, I'm overflowing the levee, I think I'm ready to pray. 
I think I'm ready to take, like I'm a shed in a face. The heavyweight, I weigh too much for it, I'm ready to take. You know the envy is great, producer sent me to break. I just beat it up and eat it up, spaghetti on a plate. Oh, oh, hey. oh no, not now. You just picking up a little of this whole hot sound. You just want me to be on a happy go luck now. Cause you heard that I can kill you like, oh fuck wow. Uh, I bend them over like a toe touch now. Holding all this dead weight, I got that tow truck sound. Uh, yeah, and I won't hold up now. I'm the best within my region, I just showed up now. Uh, I keep the venom in my cheeks with a side spin and always let them have it whenever they fuck with my click. I don't need a ballpoint or a front tip, cause I know you felt it when it came right out of my lips. I think you're giving me a reason in the gold sign. Look, I'm the one you should believe in, I'm a gold mine. Look around who they talking about now. Look around who they talking about now. I'm the one, I'm the talk of this town. Look around who they talking about now. Pretty violet. Yeah, she's pretty good. She can flow. Yeah, she can definitely flow. Yeah, she's been at it for years. I suppose discovered her a few years ago. Dude, that melody shit she was doing was pretty good. Absolutely. I got a question though. Yeah. In that video. Yeah. That's her. That's her. Man, she looks like a fucking Maine woman. <laughs> she looks like what? A Maine woman. A Maine woman? Yeah, woman from Maine. <laughs> yeah. She <does. laughs> looks straight out the fucking trees. <laughs> She's definitely from Maine. No doubt about that. Rolled out of a hay bale. (laughs) Hey, it's Maine. Yeah. What do you expect? No, I, uh, I don't know. She, she does, uh, I mean, you know, I can't, I'm not gonna lie. She's talented. She knows, yeah, knows what she's doing. Just, you know, uh, you know, Alyssa Marie, right? Oh yeah. I saw her a couple weeks ago up at, uh, she was at the show, at the Onyx show. She performed at. Uh, or she performed with Was that up friends. in Maine? Yeah. Yeah, I think Sarah Violet performed at that, too. Because there was a picture of them on stage together. I don't know if it was at that. At the Onyx show? Maybe not. But was it was at like a brewery? A, it was like a, a week or two ago. I don't know. Yeah, it would have been. But, well, yeah. it would have been last weekend. That's the two of them right there. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so she's... uh. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah, no, she's uh, she knows what, like I said, she knows what she's doing. Absolutely. I, I definitely want to hear more. Yeah, she's done some tracks with Spose and Shane Rise and other people from P Dank. So we'll have to uh, be on the lookout. EP drops yeah, last EP's up. dropped, so we'll review that next week. Absolutely, definitely. Also, also uh, we got uh, Apathy. Yep, Apathy just dropped dropped a new album. Mm-hmm. He's out on tour right now on the West Coast swing of the tour. Yep, and he's gonna be. <coughs> He's Coming be to the Middle East, right? Yeah, in like a month. Yep. I heard, they, I heard they were looking for openers. Who knows? Maybe ENF back on the bill. Hey, you opened for him last time, right? Hey, you know. Last year. You know the plug. <laughs> I know the plug. Tell them I do. you know the plug. I do know the plug. Um, speaking of which, uh, so Leeds is putting that show on. Leeds is also putting on Method Man and Red Man out in at the Worcester Palladium. Okay. And uh, Acrobatics performing at it. There we go. little Boston legend right there. Yep. Uh, actually, the per- Perceptionist, it's Acrobatic. Acrobatic and, and, Mr. and Mr. Lift, yeah. Yep. So they dropped they're a dope album last year, if you haven't heard it, check it out. We also got, uh, what do we got coming up? Uh, well, Boston calling. Boston. Eminem Had coming one. to Boston for the first time since when? Might have, I don't know. 2001? I was going to say, the last time he performed, I think, was the, the Up and Chronic. Smoke Tour? Yeah, the Up and Smoke Tour. And that was about, like, 01. Yeah, no, that was 2001. Was 2001, was. at the yeah. Garden. Yeah. At the Fleet Center, actually. The Fleet Center? <laughs> wow. That's a throwing throwback. Throwing it way back. <laughs> throwing it way back. 
Last time Eminem was in Boston, he performed at the Fleet Center. I was eight years old. So, yeah. I was not there. I was not there either. I was also eight years old. Tommy 12 was there. Shout out to Tommy 12. Yeah. We got to get Tommy 12 on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> he might He might be a decent good laugh for the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, for some Bruins There you things. go. Yeah, we'll bring, in a, we'll bring him in during a Bruins game sometime. We can just comment on the game. Maybe we'll do our own uh, drunken game recaps. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. You know? Or just do, like, on Facebook Live. We'll just go on Facebook Live. Like, watch the Bees game with Tommy 12. Oh, we can we'll do just, that. We'll just have him, like, yelling at the screen the whole time. Oh, I know he's good at that. <laughs> I love it. Love the passion. Hell yeah. Love the energy. Love the passion. Love the energy of this podcast, too, love brother. It. Six, six deep now. Six deep. This is becoming a regular thing. I'm Don't. getting used to it. It's becoming part of my weekly routine, you know. Exactly. Every, I mean, this is a Wednesday, but usually every Tuesday, you know. Yep. Be home by 6.30, get ready for the podcast. I'm liking it. Set it up. Let's Set it get up. It, get it rolling. Camera's rolling. Camera's rolling. We're good to go. We will have. Uh, we will be posting up some short segments. Get some uh, Get some up on the Facebook page. video footage. Yeah, a little video Footage of us uh, talking, talking this shit here in Boston's big podcast studios. Exactly, <laughs> aka my basement, aka Jack's big basement, <laughs> with the, with all the sports shit everywhere. Lots of sports shit. We got lots of Boston sports shit, New England sports shit. Yep. we got some UConn over there. Yeah, BC. We got the the big three with Ray Allen. His face is duct taped. Oh yeah, it's duct taped to <laughs> shit. You can't see any of his face. Nope. What else do we got? We got Red Sox. We got some Pats behind. We're just talking Spose, P. Dank. I got a I got a Spose poster over there. Hell yeah, we got we some, got uh, we got a little bit of everything. We I got, got the Terry Rozier picture from when I met him a couple weeks ago. I haven't put that up yet. Big uh, B's flag. Big B's flag. We got the Paul Pierce jersey hanging. Got it all. We Jack's ready down here. You oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. Got to keep it looking good. All this stuff just makes me happy. Jack, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I just look around and I see all this Boston sports shit. I'm like, this is where I belong. A lot of championships. Yeah. Looking around this room. Yeah. Between the NCAA. I still gotta update that uh, that Red Sox flag over there. I don't have the 2013 on there. Last one's 2007. We'll but bring it down to the embroider. Get it there embroidered. You there you go. Yeah. I should. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you. We um, we got some. So I guess we got a little bit of uh, March Madness coming up. We do. Um, eventually, did, did talk BC about. Did make the tournament? No, but Providence did. Okay, so we got a little New England. Little we got bit. some New England teams in there. Um, a but New England team. Hockey, hockey madness is going to be fun. Yeah, college hockey madness. So we, uh, we shall see. You know, another week wrapped up in the books. Another successful week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Seriously, thank you. Anyone who's been listening up to this point, we appreciate it. We're just trying to get this thing off the ground, so exactly appreciate it. And if you listen to all the way at the end when we're talking, this yeah. Shit if you're still end, listening right now, like thank, thank you, you even give more. Give yourself a pat on the back. Exactly, exactly. Go buy yourself a six pack. There you go. <laughs> not on us though. No, huh? It's not on us. No, it's on our advice. Once we're famous, we'll we'll start buying six packs for people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just take it as our two cents for now. Yeah, exactly. There you go. All right. right, Until next week. Peace.